Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey, hey. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm just wonderful. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am ready to do this. Are you? Yes, I am so ready because this topic today, <laughs> oh, it's, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this topic. So, All right. I'm ready. What okay. you got for us? So today we are going to talk about the beloved keto diet. Oh, Lord. I know. I know. And it's so funny because anybody that knows me um, and has talked to me about this knows that I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the keto. Do I think that it works? Yes. Um, but for the majority, not really. Um, right. So, you know, everybody go like, all my friends are like, well, you hate that. Like, I can't talk to you about keto because you hate that. Diet. I'm like, no, no, no. I think it has a time and a place. But right. I think most people misuse it. Um mm-hmm. And it, or it's not sustainable for them and mm-hmm. they last a minute and then they're worse off than when they started. Yep. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about it, what it is for those who don't know and some pros and cons of going keto. Okay. So, well, keto, it's, it's been around for quite some time. If you think about it, it's just come across in different names. Like you had Atkins, um, low-carb high-fat, low-carb paleo, low-carb Mediterranean. Um, And there's one called – and I don't know if you've heard about it but because it's not talked about a whole lot. But it's eco-Atkins, which is more of like Mm -hmm. a vegetarian-type Atkins approach where you get your fat – They don't eat animal products um, or at least meat. And so they get all their high fat from other places. So, which is really interesting. But um, anyway, so keto, it's a very low carb, high fat diet. So the goal of keto is to keep your carbs so low that your body goes into um, a state of ketosis. Mm-hmm. And in the state, your insulin levels, they drop and your body releases large amount of these fatty acids from its fat storage areas. Um, a lot of the fit fatty, yeah, now I can't talk today. Oh my goodness. I was doing so good. <laughs> oh, we were doing so good. And now I have to cough. <laughs> I know. Still? <laughs> None of this will make sense if, if, if you guys haven't listened to the episode the last, yeah. that precedes this one. That's <laughs> funny. Okay. Cough and you carry on. <laughs> All right. A lot of these fatty acids are transferred to your liver, which then turns into ketones. And then these ketones, which are water soluble. Solu- soluble. Soluble. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I was struggling. Soluble molecules that um, basically they 
across the blood brain barrier and supply all this energy to the brain. Right. So instead of your body running on carbs, your body is now relying on those ketones um, that was, that were produced. So ultimately your body is running on the fat versus the carbs or the fat portions. That makes sense. Like you're, you're utilizing that reserve. Right. Well, I mean, it makes sense to me because I understand it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how, since I've been doing this for so long, I always forget how to explain it to people that aren't familiar with this. So you have to, I'm going to need your assistance in that area. (laughs) Okay. You have my full attention. So, um, okay. So now a lot of people, I know you know this, but a lot of people don't know why the keto diet was invented or its primary purpose. I do. I do. I do. Well, why don't you tell us? I I do because I have, we have some dear friends that um, actually utilize this diet for one of their children because it was actually invented for people with epilepsy and seizures. Um, hopefully that's where you were going with that. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. <laughs> so I was like, I haven't looked at, normally we have notes and I, I didn't have it pulled up in front of me. So I was like, crap, I hope we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, I, and I can't get into the specifics like scientific facts and, or whatever, but it, I know that it, it definitely affects something in the brain. Um, and it's definitely lessened his seizures a lot, but that's how, that's why it was an or- originally, I don't want to say designed, but maybe that is the right word. Yeah. Stumbled upon maybe. Yeah. Um, And I I want to say Adkins started, (laughs) and I'm not going to really speak on it because I'm not 100% sure, but so Adkins and keto are very similar. And I believe that's why our keto or Adkins was utilized for that. And keto was like a stem off, but again, I'm not 100% sure on that, so I don't want to talk about it too much more because yeah. I want people to be like, well, Melissa said. <laughs> That's not what she said. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's supposed to benefit neurological disorders. Um, yes. So uh, epilepsy. Um, it's also been linked to be able to help people with type 2 diabetes. So type 2 diabetes, you have two different types, type 1 and type 2. Type one is the, like, you're basically born with it. It's something that happens in early childhood. It's a genetic thing where type two is you did it to yourself. I mean, I'm also saying, like, it's just basically your body has built up this um, resistance um, based Mm -hmm. on your dietary choices. Mm -hmm. So does that make sense? Yes. (laughs) Trying to put that nicely. Um, but so if you think about it, how do most people become diabetic? They overdid it on the sugar. Right. And when you're doing a high fat, low carb diet, what are you doing? You're restricting the sugar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now with diabetes, it doesn't matter whether it's good sugar or bad sugar. Your body only recognizes it as sugar. So I can't tell the difference if you're eating a candy bar or an apple. Like to your so body. can I just eat candy bars from here on out? No. <laughs> but your, and honestly, your, your body really does not recognize, or your brain does not get recognize the difference between sugar, regardless of whether you're diabetic or not. Mm-hmm. It just affects you more because you are diabetic. 
it's kind of kind of like uh stress your brain doesn't know if it's like major stress or just kind of chronic stress right it's just stress exactly so. yeah um and yeah there are different forms of sugar as far as like how your body you know raises your glycemic index or your sugar levels one raises them higher than the other one has more nutrients and there's all of that but really when it comes down to it your brain doesn't know the difference mm-hmm. between that candy bar or that apple so right and it's just something important to note when um you are eating food i mean especially if you're looking at a diet like keto or you are you know taking a more like diabetic diet approach it's good to know that right um yeah. And you know what? I'm so glad you said that because that's not something that's when you go Google keto. Yeah. I've never seen that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it's really, you know, with keto and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but they basically strip away pretty much all your carbs, but they do allow you to eat vegetables because they are the lowest form of sugar, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the carb scale basically. Um, but even those are limited. So anyway, so moving on, um, will it lead to weight loss? Well, yeah. I mean, of course (laughs) it will, because what is the goal? The goal is to put your body in a caloric deficit. Anytime, and we talked about this so many times, anytime you are in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose weight. Right. I mean, think about it. If you are a avid bread eater or you love pasta and, or, you know, um, fruit or candy or whatever, and you take that option off the table, well, you're... I mean, you're not going to go crazy on those things because it's not available to you. You're going to access that. And that's probably where you are getting a lot of your calories from. Mm -hmm. You know, if that's just how you're wired or if that's, you know, the habits that you've learned over the years. Um, So now you're only limited to whatever's left over. Well, your calories are going to be a lot less. Right. So. Um, it's important to note that, that yeah, you'll lose weight, but you know, how quickly are you losing the weight and are you able to keep it off? Those are two important things you need to ask yourself. Um, when you lose weight too quickly, you are more than likely losing muscle, not Mm -hmm. fat. Right. And unfortunately, yeah, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, that's how now there are some people genetically that they can lose weight more rapidly and not and be able to hang on to their muscle. Right. It's rare. Again, those are it's like those genetic unicorns. Mm-hmm. But there are people that's why some people keto really works for not just those with um, neurological disorders. Mm-hmm. But there are some people, their genetic makeup just allows for this type of approach. Right. Um, and there's a way for you to figure it out. And you have to actually go through it before you can figure it out. It's not like you're just going to know. Um, 
I know there's like those blood tests out there that tell you, um, your, have you, have you seen those? Like the diet blood test so it basically tells you what you should be eating. Yeah. There's not a lot yeah. of, there's not enough scientific yeah. evidence behind those. And, but it's not, in my opinion, it, it's not going to tell you what approach is going to work for you because that's all mental. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with your DNA. Right. And that's what those blood tests go off of. I'm not saying that doesn't give you a direction to work off of to go in, but those are not 100% accurate in my opinion. Right. Um, but genetics does play a big factor on whether or not um, something like keto is going to work for you. So that's just another thing that you need to keep in mind. Um, and we've talked about this time and time again. The best way to know if this diet is going to be effective or this approach is can you ask yourself, can I maintain this for the rest of my life? Right. If, you're, if you're like two weeks in and you're miserable and you're like, okay, I've only got, you know, oh, it's a 30-day challenge and I've only got two more weeks to go. Well, then you shouldn't have even started it in the first place. In my right. right. That goes back to the end. In, uh, it's got to end to it. Yeah. It, I mean, you're just, all you're doing is teaching yourself more bad habits. Yeah. Um, Deprivation for a short period of time. Yeah. And you're going to set yourself back because now you started this diet and you put yourself in a caloric deficit. Your body wants to maintain. So it's gotten used to you eating a certain way. And then you're going to, so you're depriving it of all these carbs, all these carbs, all these carbs. And then all of a sudden after, you know, those 30 days or after those six months or however long you do it for, mm-hmm. you give it all these carbs, it's going to want to hang on to all those carbs. And now your metabolism is all jacked up because you took it from one extreme to another and it doesn't know what to do. So you're actually hurting yourself even more. Mm-hmm. By, you know, starting something that you essentially couldn't keep up. So I I do want to talk about some of the pros and cons with um, keto diets. So some things that are, do you want to hear the cons or the pros first? Um, let's, let's end on a positive. Let's hear the cons first. Okay. So the cons. Well, with a keto diet, you have higher fat. So with higher fat comes higher cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, with keto diet or high fat, low carbs, um, you're going to have a lower white blood cell count. So it's going to make it really hard for you to fight off infections. You know, and right now, I don't know about you, but with everything going out right now, last thing I want is for my body not to be able to fight off infections. Oh, that's for damn sure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, to me, that's a definite con. Um, Bone density. So you're going to lose some bone density Mm -hmm. because with the keto diet, you're cutting out all the carbs, which means you're cutting out all the nutrients that come along with those carbs. So can Mm -hmm. you think about all those vitamins that you're not getting and you can't get those vitamins through fat products or even protein. And 
keto, some versions of keto will actually minimize or do minimal amounts of proteins as well to put you in a higher um, ketogenic state. Right. So, you, I mean, when you're cutting out all that stuff, you're cutting out all the good stuff that right along with it. Right. Um, you do experience constipation on the ketogenic diet because carbs are made up a lot of water and fiber, which mm-hmm. help you flush all the junk out. So you are more than likely going to be backed up more often mm-hmm. on this type of diet than you would if you were eating just a normal diet. Um, same thing, hydration issues. So water, you're not getting enough water. Um, and I don't think people realize how much water we get from like our fruits and vegetables. Right. We, I mean, they're very high in water content and they do help hydrate us. Like I have a lot of clients come to me and they're like, I struggle with water. I'm like, okay, can you eat fruits and vegetables? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Until we can build up that yeah. um, ability to drink more water, then you want to try to, you know, and I have a list of ones that are higher in water content than others. Um, but you know, try to aim for eating more of these or incorporating more of these into your day-to-day diet. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have low athletic performance. So carbs, they give us energy. They give us a lot of energy, a lot of explosive energy um, or like instant energy. I shouldn't say explosive. A lot of like mm-hmm. instant energy, which is what a lot of athletes need, especially right before um, a game or a meet or a run or, or an event or whatever. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're reducing the amount of carbs you're taking in, your energy levels will be lower. Mm-hmm. And then you have risk of kidney stones, which are, I mean, I've never experienced a kidney stone, but I, have I haven't either, have. but I yeah. hear they're horrible. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people compare it to childbirth. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, mostly, you know, men get them more frequently than women, but, um, I've heard people compare that to, and I'm like, Oh, no, thank you. Um, and then, you know, again, um, you're going to be lacking a lot of nutrients due to the low amount of variety within the foods. Like you're not getting, you're just getting fat. Or you're just getting the majority of fat and then that small amount of protein or that small amount of carbs. You're not getting a lot of nutrients um, in your diet and variety. And then, of course, it's rarely sustainable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest, that the biggest thing is most people when they start a high-fat, low-carb or keto-type diet, they just can't sustain it because it's miserable. I mean, what happens when you go to a party or a holiday event or, um, you know, something where there's a gathering and there's food? What are most of the food items? Well, they're mostly mm-hmm. have some type of carb in them. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be miserable because you can only eat high fat, low carb. And there's ways to tweak things like You know, you go and have a burger. Well, instead of having the bun, you do a lettuce um, wrap. But 
if you're on a keto um, diet that limits the amount of protein too, well, then what are you going to do? Yep. You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I personally couldn't live like that. No. And, and again, I, go ahead. I don't. I don't know if I told you, but, um, Scooter and I did keto for a solid three months. Um, we did last, it's been several years now. Um, longer than I did. I lasted for like two weeks. It was was horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I, um, to this day, I still cannot eat egg cups. Mm -hmm. Um, like I can't, I just have such an aversion to them because I ate them so much. I was so limited on what I could eat. Mm-hmm. And so I fell right back, back into my disordered eating pattern of eating the same thing every day because it fit my macros mm-hmm. and I was hitting my, my fats and proteins. And I got so anal about it that I legitimately ate the same thing every single day oh, gosh, um, for, for like a couple weeks at a time. And I know that, that that's, that's extreme, right? Because I know mm-hmm. there's going to be plenty of people that say, well, that's stupid. I'm on keto and I eat all kind of stuff. I, I understand that. Um, for me, for but- somebody like me with my personality, it didn't work out. But you know what? It's funny mm-hmm. because those people that say that they're on keto and they eat all kinds of stuff, they're usually eating like keto bars. And if you look at those labels, right. a lot of them aren't true keto. Right. It's, it's all marketing crap. And to be honest, I felt like crap. I felt like garbage the entire time. And I did not lose any weight whatsoever. Um, it, you know, even though I, I was at a slight slight deficit obviously not enough for me but it was just it was a bad experience and I did it because I wanted to learn the ins and outs of it because I started to have a lot of clients that were um, asking about it Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like okay I need to do this and figure it out before I can speak about it yeah and And that's why I did it yeah and we started off with the best of intentions like we were you know finding recipes and, and doing all the things and then it just got to be like oh my gosh like eating this much oil and fat and I was just like putting butter in my coffee oh my god that was a bit much for me yeah and like finding ways to to make bread so it's not bread and I'm like I just want to eat the freaking bread I will tell you though I know I tried those um what are they the cloud bread I could never make it really oh I actually really liked those you made them from egg whites and let me see what's so long ago was it baking soda yeah or something and you like make stiff peaks with the thing and I can get the peaks with the egg whites and it just pissed me off and yes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah any you know anytime one of those types of diets evolve I always try to give it a try so I could help my clients to figure out if that's something that's going to work for them because I've gotten to know them to know right you know whether it's something that they could really try um and give a good go at but at, I will tell you, though, the one thing I did love about the keto diet was the bacon. I oh, see, I'm not a big bacon, bacon person. Oh, <laughs> I love bacon. Oh, my goodness. Well, I cut bacon out of my diet for a long time because I only ate um, chicken and fish for a long time. I didn't eat any red meat or pork. And then probably, I think it was when I was pregnant with lamb. I um, started craving, or no, no, my doctor told me that I needed to start eating more, um, getting more iron, more mm. protein, um, 
like eating more red meat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, cause I was borderline anemic and I, um, my platelet count was really low. Every time I got pregnant, my platelets dropped like severely, mm-hmm. like where it was like borderline with, with Lucas, when I had my epidural and that's when we caught it, um, they went to do my platelets, uh, right before I, um, they went to go take the epidural out after I had him and they wouldn't remove it. They left it in my back the entire time we we're in the hospital because my platelets were too low. They were worried mm-hmm. about me bleeding out. So for three days and we had to stay an extra day because of me for three days, way to go mom i had i had an epidural needle in my back oh yeah because they they wouldn't know anesthesiologists would touch me because my platelets were too low wow but i didn't have that problem with with my and it wasn't really until my second one that we started okay you know i started trying to fix it because i really didn't know what the issue was i just knew we thought it was a fluke thing with the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, with the second one, about halfway through my pregnancy, my doctor told me that I needed to start eating or incorporating more red meat into my diet. And mm. then, so it was still an issue with the second one. And then the third one, I didn't have, I still had lower platelets, but mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue um, during delivery or it wasn't. Cause that's just what my body does it for some reason it my platelets just drop whenever I'm pregnant, especially when I'm getting to mm. the point of having to, I know it's, it's so weird, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it was to the point where with my second one, um, they had to give me, what did they have to give me? Um, I don't remember. I had pretty clamsy with my second one though. Hmm. So well, you were just, I know I was, wow. I was just a, hot a hot mess. mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my pregnancies were okay. It was always the deliveries. And once I started pushing hmm. every single one of my babies was out in like under five pushes. That's because you uh, have good mind muscle connection yes. and, and a strong core. Yes. That, that, yes. Amen to that. Um, cause nice that, job, mama. <laughs> cause I don't know if I could have gone longer than that, but the <laughs> whole, you know, leading up to it was miserable just because of all those like I was with my second when I had preeclampsia they had to give me Pitocin um, Mm -hmm. because I had preeclampsia and they also had to give me magnesium sulfate so Mm -hmm. just because of everything that was going on so that combination right there is so not fun because Pitocin speeds up the contraction it makes your body want to push and the magnesium sulfate makes you feel like you're in la la land right so oh that that was a good time mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry i don't know how we went from keto to that but <laughs> oh, there's something that our listeners didn't know about me you're welcome right <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so those are all the cons i mean again it's for most people it's just not something that's sustainable long term right. for you know, those reasons. Um, for me, I, I was surprised I lasted as long as I did trying Mm -hmm. out keto, but I was miserable. It was probably actually, it was probably like three, maybe four weeks. I thought it was like two weeks. It's probably 
closer. It was almost a month. I couldn't quite make it to the month because I was just, and I wasn't feeling good. My husband did it for a long time, but it worked for him. Um, but I just, I, I felt like gross, mm. you know, and mm-hmm. a lot of people, because they're not getting the nutrients they need, will start losing hair or, you know, have brittle fingernails or, you know, there's so many other things that could possibly come from not getting the nutrients that you need, those vitamins mm-hmm. that your body thrives on. Um, so that's the negative. Let's, let's talk about the positive. Cause I don't want to be like negative Nancy. Um, <laughs> all right. So positive. Um, now you'll lose water weight, you know, from lack of carbs, obviously. Right. Um, so that's a plus, you know, cause nobody wants water weight. Right. Um, and <laughs> of course, if you're in a caloric deficit, which most people, when they go, on this type of diet do end up in a caloric deficit because majority of people eat carbs. That's and because they they're forward fi- to eating. Yeah. Cause they're finally paying attention to what they're eating. Yeah. And that too, that's a good point. They are finally paying attention to what they're eating. So, you know, it's, Oh, Oh, I wanted to bring this up earlier. Cause I had thought last night and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm totally talking about this in our talk tomorrow. <laughs> so, Oh my God. It was like perfect timing. So, you know, me and TikTok, we're like, yes, you're a little well, dancing self. Yes, I know. So, you know, on there, there's just people like, it's not just music. People will get on there and do like little talks about the, I mean, it's not like Facebook, but this one woman, she's a nurse and, and it's not someone I follow. She just magically happened to come across my feed. Mm-hmm. She was talking, she's like, yes, I, I do keto and I wanted to share what I eat on a day to day. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Okay, I'll watch. It's like less than a minute. So she was sharing what she ate. And she she had it laid out on the counter. She's like, I'm very busy, you know. And so I have to make all my meals ahead of time and da-da-da. Well, she basically had the same thing for uh, lunch and dinner. And it was a pork loin with some green beans. And I can't remember what the other item was. And then she had egg cups. And she had some bacon and it all equated to about, and then she had a salad. And then for her two o'clock pick me up, she's like, I either do a bang or a coffee. And this is every day. Mm -hmm. Well, then she goes to talk about how um, the whole meal, it's 1200 calories, like all of her meals together. 1200 calories oh dear lord and five grams net or five yeah five grams net carbs oh dear lord i'm like how would you function on only five grams of carbs net carbs and 1200 calories i'm like i eat 1200 calories for like like breakfast and lunch not including mm-hmm. snacks lunch, and dinner right and that's like on a on an average day i'm like oh my goodness Gosh, so, and she's out there spreading that like that's all you have to do anyways i should have brought that up with the con but i i just remembered and i wanted to bring it up so <laughs> let's go back to the pros um okay so it like you had talked about earlier it does decrease um 
the possibility of seizures in epileptic children. Mm -hmm. Um, It can improve other health conditions, but I would make sure that if you're doing it to improve health conditions, that you are either seeing a registered dietitian, and this is very important, Mm -hmm. a registered dietitian or a trained doctor. You cannot Mm -hmm. go see a, and honestly, if you came to me, I mean, I'm a certified nutrition consultant, but that is above my pay grade. So that is outside of my abilities. I would tell you, if you came to me and said, Hey, I need you to treat me for diabetes. Mm I'd say you need to go see your doctor or you need to see a registered dietitian. Right. So it's important because there are some people, there are some nutritionists and there are some certified nutrition people that will take you under their wing and tell you, oh, yeah, 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 you. And they may have some like special education in it or taken some classes on it. But when it gets to that level, you need to see a specialist. It's very important. And it has mm-hmm. to be either doctor or registered dietitian. Correct. So, and in some states, it's actually illegal for anybody outside of those two. Actually, most states, I believe, um, outside of those two areas to give um, advice in order to help a medical condition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it can, it can help in some areas and it would be recommended. And then of course, genetically, if your genetic makeup just thrives on this type of approach, then that's what you should do. Right. So, and then of course, lastly, you know, when you're doing keto, you get to eat bacon. I mean, (laughs) seriously, you get to eat bacon like a lot. So why wouldn't, you know, why wouldn't you want to do keto all the time? I am not a huge bacon person. Oh my gosh. I I, I could never eat it again and be totally fine. Oh, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's like crunchy and oh yeah. Just my mouth is watering just thinking about it. But, um, oh my gosh. And I tried this thing. So I, of course on TikTok, I saw somebody do cook up this little thing and I'm like, huh, I'm going to, I'm going to try that. And so it's basically like you take a bunch of cheese and you spread it around a pan and you make a almost like a cheese tortilla kind of thing with it. Mm-hmm. It's the shell. And then you take half of an avocado and you mash it up on top of that. So after it's cooked, it's like a crisp, almost um, like wafer tortilla type thing. Take it out, put the avocado, spread it, and then you cook an egg um, and you put the egg on top of that. And then you take, um, I got it from Trader Joe's and it's actually delicious. It's this everything but bagel seasoning. Mm, Oh my gosh, it's so good. And you put that on top and then you put a little bit of tomato and then you eat it like a taco. It was actually really good, but very heavy. And I looked at my husband and I'm like, this is actually very keto friendly. Mm -hmm. And then that night, Last night, my stomach was in knots because it was so heavy from uh-huh. mm. I mean, almost, a lot of it was the cheese, but it was just, oh my gosh, it was, yeah, it was a lot. And then my husband, of course, likes to cook everything in bacon fat and <laughs> uh. he, 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 we cook everything either in an air fryer or a cast iron skillet. 
Well, he right. has a separate little cast iron skillet for eggs. Mm-hmm. And he cooked my eggs because he was making himself one. He's like, hey, do you want one? Um, and he made me one, of course, in that. Mm-hmm. And um, so it could have been the bacon grease, too. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was, like, the cheese taco thing. Um, but, yeah, my stomach was – it was delicious going down. But my stomach just – it was too heavy. Yeah. And I, yeah. that's how my body was on keto. Mm. Where it was just like, oh, my stomach just – I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Not for me either. So, But, um, you know, long-term use for the general population – Keto is just not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not telling if you're listening right now, you're like, well, I do keto and I do just fine with it. Well, good for you. Maybe it is your fit. Maybe right. it's perfect for you. If you are not looking at it with an expiration date and you're not struggling, you're not like your hair is not falling out, you're not breaking out in rashes. Um, I actually had a friend probably like a couple of months ago. That was telling me, we were talking about she's doing keto and she's had a lot of success. She's lost a lot of weight on it um, and she's been able to sustain. Mm. But she said that she started noticing a rash. And I said, well, you know, it could be from your diet. Mm-hmm. She's like, I never thought about it because she couldn't explain where it came from. She's like, I tried changing detergents. I haven't tried any new like foods um, and she couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, that that is um, a possible, like, byproduct of the keto diet is, you know, breaking out a rash. Mm-hmm. I hear that a lot, actually. So people oh. breaking out rashes. So, and that's just not healthy. It's your body retaliating. I mean, it, you may be doing great on it. It may have produced a lot of success for you, but maybe you just need to tweak it a little bit. Or if you are on the keto diet and you have been, it's been working out really well for you. Don't just quit it cold turkey. Right. You need to like gradually add those carbs back in because your body will go into shock. And I would hate to say all of that work that you put in just kind of like, I don't want to say go to waste because it wouldn't, but, right. um, you know, you would definitely feel a setback if you, switched and then you gained you know so many pounds and you're like oh my gosh and it's just gonna set you into this like mental state of like I'm a failure right when you're not you just you know you had to make a tweak for your health mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so but I think that's that's all I've got do you have anything else you would like to add no I no I'm good <laughs> <laughs> so If you're thinking about keto, just make sure it's something you can do for the long haul. And one of the main reasons it works is because, take it away, Brie. Because it's temporary. (laughs) And it puts you in a caloric deficit. Yep. And you can do that with anything. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you can. So. All right, All right. Friend. great, great points today. I appreciate the insight and hopefully this will help some people that are on the fence about keto or curious or confused or, you know, if you are going to go for it, I think that's great. Go for it, but yeah. just make sure that you're, you're doing it for the right reasons and that you've researched it. And I think the biggest takeaway is to listen to your body. Well said, well said, my friend. That's so, let's, so true. Let's, 
end on that. All right. All right, girlfriend. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.